Hello, my name is David Wilcoxon. I work in full-time ministry, and in three Revelation Timeline Decoded Overview videos, I'm giving a summary of the fulfillment of the prophecies in the apocalyptic vision. In the first video, I explain the keys to understanding the vision, so please watch it first for the proper context. In the second video, I show how the Antichrist beast popes of Rome had banned and burned the scriptures and killed tens of millions of our Savior's saints during the Dark Ages. They were so effective that in May 1514, they proclaimed that all of Christendom was under their authority and that no witnesses were left against them, and they celebrated the silence with great feast. Then exactly three and a half years later, three and a half prophetic days, Martin Luther posted his 95 Thesis, which sparked the Protestant Reformation and brought the witness of the scriptures and Messiah's saints back to life. The two witnesses of Revelation 11 are not two men in the end times, but the scriptures and the saints who testified against the Antichrist beast popes and their harlot church during the 1260-year civil and ecclesiastic reign of power from 538 to 1798 AD. The Protestant reformers proclaimed that the office of the papacy, the popes of Rome, fulfill Bible prophecy as the little horn of Daniel 7 the son of perdition of 2 Thessalonians 2, and the beast of Revelation 13, who leads the harlot church of Rome. In 1514, the Antichrist beast popes empowered the Jesuits at the Council of Trent to create a counter-reformation plan. The Jesuits are the covert military arm of the papal church, and their role is to do whatever is necessary to bring the Protestants back under the power of the papal church. Look around today and you see that they've been very successful, as many churches now partner with the Pope in the name of peace and unity. Since the Jesuits couldn't stop the spread of printed Bibles in the 19th century, they took action to create a corrupt Greek Bible through the heretics Brooke, Foss, Westcott, and Fenton John Anthony Hort. Most modern Bibles, like the NIV, are based on this corrupt Greek Bible, which is why they're missing some key words that validate the deity of Messiah. The NIV has almost 65,000 fewer words than the King James Bible. To deflect accusations away from the popes, as the Antichrist beast of Revelation who leads the harlot church of Rome, they had a Jesuit priest named Francisco Ribera create the concept of an end times 70th week of Daniel, featuring a one-man Antichrist in which most of Revelation is fulfilled. They've used other writings from Jesuit priests to promote the false futuristic narrative of prophecy fulfillment. This included a Jesuit priest writing under a Jewish pen name to hide the author's station to try to gain acceptance. Then they used the Cyrus Schofield Reference Bible to mislead millions, including Baptist churches who embraced that Bible. Schofield's protege, Louis Sperry Schaefer, founded Dallas Theological Seminary, through which the leaven of the Jesuit's futuristic deceptions has spread around the world, through graduates such as Hal Lindsey, David Jeremiah, Chuck Swindoll, and Thomas Ice have left behind books and movies. This deception has worked beyond their wildest imagination, as most Christians today have been misled by the false futuristic narrative of prophecy fulfillment. The Jesuit priests made war with the Protestants through the Inquisition and used the leaders of France, Spain, and other countries to persecute them. The Jesuits were so ruthless in killing, stealing, and destroying that many countries expelled them, including predominantly Catholic ones. The King of France encouraged Pope Clement to suppress the Jesuits, which he did in July 21, 1773. 
This caused the Jesuits to seek revenge on the Pope, the King of France, and the countries that had banned them. And that Pope died from poisoning in 1774. During the first five vile judgments, Elohim used the Jesuits' desire for revenge to avenge the killing of his followers in France, Spain, and other countries. Revelation 14 foretold the harvest of Catholics ripe for the pure gospel, as they had been suppressed by the Pope, who forbade Bible reading, taught only in Latin, and offered salvation through works through the papal church. Millions of Catholics were saved during the Protestant Reformation by the preaching of the pure gospel. Revelation 14 gave a special blessing to the Protestants who were preaching the everlasting gospel and were martyred during the papal inquisition. And it gave warning to those who had the mark of the beast, as Elohim put out his wrath on France, Spain, and other countries that killed the Protestants. There are separate mentions of the mark of the beast in the Bible, one fulfilled primarily in the 17th and 18th centuries, one during the earth-beast phase of the Roman beast kingdom in the last days, and also a general declaration. France and Spain had many Catholics, including their kings, who revered the Pope, bowed to his authority, and obeyed his commands. They had the mark of the beast on them, not physically, but symbolically. Their reverence of the Pope is the mark on their forehead, their thoughts, their obedience to his commands is the mark on their right hand, their actions. And this tells us what the mark means. France was called the eldest son of the papal church because its leaders diligently followed the Pope's orders. France was split between Catholics and Protestants, called the Huguenots, so the Pope caused the King of France to have his people make war with the Protestants. They killed tens of thousands of Huguenots at the St. Bartholomew's Day Massacre. The persecution in France was so severe that no Protestants were left, as a million had either been killed or fled the country. Because France, Spain, and other countries revered the Pope, bowed to his authority, and followed his commands to kill millions of Protestants, they had the mark of the beast on them. So Elohim poured out his wrath on them with the vile judgments. The first vial was poured out when the Jesuits caused the foul and loathsome sore of atheism to spread across France. The French Protestants had been killed, so the Catholic religion was all that was left. Elohim allowed the abomination of atheism to turn the French people away from the papal church to the utter despair of godless atheism. The second vial was poured out as the Jesuits incited the French people to revolt against the Catholic church leaders and France's leaders and their heads rolled. The Jesuits did this for revenge against France, which had kicked them out, and whose king urged the Pope to remove the Jesuits' power. During the French Revolution, 250,000 were killed in the very places where the French Protestants had been killed, and water symbolically points to people. In this case, it represents the French people in the large cities being killed. The third vial was poured out as the bloody French Revolution spread out from the major cities, the seas, to the more rural areas, the springs and rivers, so smaller groups of people, where they had shed the blood of the saints and prophets, and now it was time for them to drink the same fate. The fourth vial was poured out as the Jesuits caused the bloody Napoleonic Wars with countries that had previously banned them, so they were getting their revenge. The Son in Bible prophecy can represent a leader. In this case, the Son represents the mighty military leader Napoleon, who scorched every kingdom in Europe within eight years, from Naples to Berlin to Lisbon to Moscow. Elohim used it to exact revenge against the countries that had shed the blood of his followers. The fifth vial was poured out on the seat of the beast, as the office of the papacy was removed from civil power in 1798. 
Shortly after the French Revolution, the Papal States were invaded by French forces, and they removed Pope Pius, who died in exile in France. The Pope's 1260-year reign was ended by the hand of Elohim, but they repented not. They blasphemed Elohim because of the pain and sores of losing their authority. The narrative of Revelation 13, 1-10, about the 1260-year civil reign of the Antichrist beast Pope from 538 to 1798, ends as the white Pope was removed from power. Revelation 13, 14 points to the white Pope being wounded by the sword, but did live. So the white Pope was removed from civil power, so he's wounded by the sword, but the office of the papacy still lives on. Revelation 13.11 describes the black pope and the white pope, the two leaders, the two horns in Rome, who pretend to be priests of Messiah, like a lamb, but actually serve Satan the dragon to make war with Messiah and his saints. The Jesuits had been kicked out of many countries, including Catholic ones, because of their evil, subversive ways, so the black pope couldn't openly take control of the Vatican. The black pope uses the white pope as the spokesman to gather the world under their power. So he and his army have worked diligently to take control of the world through many front organizations so that people blame them instead of the general in Rome. He used Jesuit Adam Weishaupt to create the Bavarian Illuminati, which went on to infiltrate Freemasonry. It has different levels of knowledge to hide the true agenda from the masses. The lower-level Masons seem like good citizens to the world to hide the evil at the top levels. In the All the World is a Stage video, I show the many front organizations that ultimately have the general in Rome as their leader. It's a vast structure that controls countries' money supply, their puppet leaders, the financial institutions and banks, the media, the major corporations, so they all act according to the general's agenda. This part of the sixth file was poured out to dry up the Ottoman Empire, the people, river, of the Euphrates who had been released during the Sixth Trumpet Judgment. During the 18th through 20th centuries, they lost control of their vast territory and were only left with the country of Turkey, which is the source of the Euphrates River. The Ottoman Empire was dried up so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. The Ottoman Empire lost control of the Middle East, which led to the establishment of the kingdoms of Syria, Jordan, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, and Kuwait. And they lost control of Palestine to General Allenby of Great Britain in 1917. And the last sultan lost power in 1922. So we see the complete drying up of the river Euphrates. The kings of the east appear to be pointing to the Ashkenazi Jews who established and control the Zionist state of Israel. The royalty and nobility of the Khazar kingdom in eastern Europe converted to Judaism in the 8th century, partly to deflect competing pressures from Arabs and Byzantines to accept either Islam or Orthodoxy. The Khazar Jews revere the Babylonian Talmud and Egyptian Kabbalah, which offers them satanic methods to take control of the world. Most of the people called Jews in Israel descend from these Khazar Jews and are not descendants of Abraham. And that's proven out through many DNA studies from Jewish scholars. The kings of the East are the Khazarian Jews who control, lead, and populate the Zionist state of Israel and Jerusalem. The Jesuits used the narrative of World War I and World War II to justify the Khazar Jews moving into the land of Palestine and then to create the state of Israel. Lord Rothschild, who serves the God of this world, was given control of Palestine via the Balfour Agreement. His family controls the money supply of almost every country in the world. 
Rothschild funded and designed the Israeli Knesset and Supreme Court building, which has many satanic Freemasonry symbols in it. The Rothschild family is the keepers of the Vatican treasury. They serve the agenda of the false prophet, Jesuit superior general, and the Antichrist beast pope. Most people point to Gog and Magog coming from Russia to attack Israel in the future. But still, the prophecy in Ezekiel points to Gog and Magog invading Palestine, destroying hundreds of Palestinian villages and attacking the citizens, which primarily took place in 1948, and sadly, we see the continuation of that even today. Most of the prime ministers of the Zionist state of Israel have been from Russia and Poland, where the Khazar Jews fled when they were pushed out of Eastern Europe, and they, or their parents, changed their names to sound more Jewish. So it seems that Lord Rothschild, which is a title as the current one is the fourth Lord Rothschild, who owns and controls the Zionist state of Israel, is Gog, and the Khazar Jews are Magog. They have already stolen the land from the citizens and persecuted them. And again, let me remind you that this is just a summary video. I prove out all these statements in detail in the Revelation Timeline Decoded video series. Messiah points to these Khazar Jews appearing in the end times in Revelation 3.12. He says, Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. And Satan will use Gog and Magog, Lord Rothschild, and the Khazar Jews to try to attack Messiah's saints in the future. So that's what Revelation 20 is talking about. But for Gog and Magog to make that attack in Revelation 20, they have to exist prior to that event. And that'll be an amazing scenario, as the fake Jews, whose homeland is Jerusalem, Israel, will be used to try to wipe out the true Israelites who are called Holy Jerusalem, those who have a covenant relationship with the Father through faith in His Son. So you see how the enemy has deceived the world by putting fake Jews in a state called Israel. These Khazar Jews study the Satanic Babylonian Talmud and Egyptian Kabbalah, and they despise Messiah and his saints. They wrote evil, blasphemous things about Messiah, his mother, and his saints in their Talmud. I believe that the three unclean spirits of the sixth vial represent Satan, the dragon, empowering the Jesuit superior general, the false prophet, who controls the white pope, the Antichrist beast. Together, they contrived the three wicked ideologies of communism, Nazism, and political Zionism, using three world wars to take more control of the world and to push it towards their desired one world government. The Jesuits instigated World War I, causing the overthrow of the Tsars of Russia by Khazar Jews. And just to note, tens of millions of Orthodox Christians were killed by Khazar Jews during that time, during the Bolshevik Revolution. And this brought in atheistic communism, which has been used to destroy other governments and to weaken their religions. They caused the Ottoman Empire to lose control of Palestine to prepare the way for the Khazar Jews to populate it. The Jesuits fomented World War II by empowering Hitler and the Nazi regime to persecute Jews to strengthen political Zionism and justify the creation of their sovereign state of Israel and Palestine. And this caused more Ashkenazi Jews to migrate to Palestine. The seventh file points to the great city, the Roman beast kingdom, being split into three parts. The general in Rome controls the world via three city-state corporations, which have their own government, laws, security. Vatican City is the world's smallest sovereign country. It's the home of the Antichrist beast pope and the false prophet Jesuit superior general. The white pope is being used to draw the world's religious and political leaders under their authority. 
We see this take place as business and government leaders travel to the Vatican to meet with the Pope. The City of London is a sovereign country that sits inside the greater City of London, which serves to hide that it's used to control the world's financial and trade organizations. Every major financial institution has an office in what is called the Empire of the City. The District of Columbia is a sovereign country in the United States of America. It's used to control the world's intelligence agencies and military powers. The General in Rome uses all three city-state corporations to exert political, financial, and military pressure against countries whose leader doesn't bow to the authority of the General in Rome and who doesn't have a Rothschild central bank. We've seen this played out during the last few decades as contrived narratives were created to take control of Iraq, Afghanistan, and Libya. They stole their oil, gold, and rare earth minerals and installed puppet leaders and set up a Rothschild central bank. At this point in the story, the general in Rome controls almost every country, except perhaps Syria, which is why it's been in the crosshairs in recent years. Because I think that Iran has already controlled and they're just playing a narrative to justify World War III. And this is where we're at in the timeline. There's not much left to be fulfilled, but the enemy has deceived people greatly by proclaiming the preterist explanations, which say most of Revelation was fulfilled in the first century, and with the futuristic explanations, which say that most of it's fulfilled during the last seven years. So that people are unaware of what's going on, where we're at on the timeline, and what's going to take place next. I pray that the great earthquake in the seventh file points to judgment of the great city when political upheaval occurs and they lose political control over the nations and great cities. And it's interesting that Revelation 16:19 says, And the great city, so the Roman beast kingdom, was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, as it may be pointing to the three city-state corporations falling from power. The last part of that verse points to the judgment of the harlot Roman Catholic Church. It says, And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Babylon is the codename of the Roman beast kingdom. The Roman Catholic Church has the veneer of the scriptural faith, but it symbolically carries out the Babylonian mystery religion, thus her name, Mystery, Babylon the Great. Revelation 17-18 describes the harlot church of Rome, whose priests wear purple and scarlet and use the golden cup during their blasphemous Eucharist ceremony. They were drunk with the blood of the saints during the Dark Ages in the Inquisition. Revelation 18 describes all of the goods that the harlot church has purchased from the kings of the earth to build their thousands of lavish basilicas, which are filled with marble, brass, iron, and fine wood. It points to products that they buy to carry out the sacraments, purple and scarlet fine linen and silk garments for the priest, gold, silver, precious stones and pearls for the Pope's tiara wine used for their priest, oil and ointments for their sacraments, flour for the Eucharist wafers, and cinnamon, frankincense, and odors to burn incense for the Babylonian Queen of Heaven. The kings of the earth who have aligned with her will cry when she is destroyed, as she won't enrich them anymore. Recall that Messiah said that the tares grow among the wheat, meaning let the Roman Catholic Church exist along Messiah's Ecclesia of Saints. Then he said that the tares would be gathered first and burned. Revelation 17, 16-17 points to this judgment. It says, And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree, and give their kingdom unto the beast, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. 
the ten kingdoms of Western Europe, which have historically given their power unto the Antichrist beast popes, will be used to carry out the judgment against the harlot Roman Catholic Church. So it's interesting that those countries are being filled with Muslims, who may be used to cast down the graven images in the many basilicas and kill the priest when they gain a majority. Hopefully this three-part video series has helped you see that most of the prophecies in Revelation have been fulfilled during the last 1900 years. And I explain it in detail in the Revelation Timeline Decoded video series and book. There are a few prophecies to be fulfilled before Messiah returns, but not much and his return draws nigh. The three unclean spirits in the sixth vial seem to point to three world wars, which are used to take control of the nations and push the world into a one world government. If that's true, we're waiting on World War III between Israel and Muslim countries, with other countries joining in. When recording this video, a contrived narrative is being used for Israel to make war with the Palestinians, raising the ire of Muslim countries and people worldwide, including Torah Jews who protest against Zionist Israel. And Israel is using the situation to attack Syria and Iran, possibly leading to World War III as Russia, China, and the U.S. join the battle. But this scenario has been planned out long ago. It could be blamed for a worldwide economic collapse when nobody can buy and sell, as we see in Revelation 13:17. At this point, the world will cry out for a solution to end religious wars and economic strife due to faux paper currency. Behind the scenes, the fake priests in Rome help promote these agendas to create the desired outcome. Recall that the role of the Jesuit army is to cause the world to revere the white pope as their leader. As the primary figure who unites religious and political leaders, the Antichrist Peace Pope may offer a one-world financial solution in the name of peace and safety, which will allow people to buy and sell again if they revere, mark on the forehead, and obey, mark on the right hand, him, the Antichrist Peace Pope. But sadly, most people have been misled by the false futuristic narrative of prophecy fulfillment. So they don't know that the popes fulfill the role of the Antichrist Peace. And they may esteem him as a Christian leader, trying to offer a peaceful solution. So they may join with him, which is problematic. The judgment of the harlot church of Rome draws nigh. Sadly, most people don't understand that it teaches the false gospel and false intercessor in Mary. So they aren't witnessing to Catholics to help them have a covenant relationship with the Father through faith in the atoning work of the Son of David alone. We overcome the enemy by understanding the truth of prophecy fulfillment and proclaiming it to the world. This exposes the deceptions of the fake priests in Rome to cast them down from power, to set the captives free for a glorious harvest of souls. I pray that this Revelation Timeline Decoded Overview series has opened your eyes so that you can see more of the glory of our King in the fulfillment of the apocalyptic vision. And please share the videos with others to fulfill our revelation mandate of being overcomers. You can find PDF summaries, request a free PDF of the Revelation Timeline Decoded Summary, and order a printed book at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I pray that the Holy Spirit of Truth guides your path.